0: Welcome back to part two of our Pokemon Sword and Shield Game Club. I'm Jason Ariola, and I'm uh, hosting this uh, shit show, as it were, because um, I have the recording equipment. So <laughs> that's how it, that's how this works, isn't that right, John Lucero? Yes, it is, it's Jason Ariola. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and joining uh, John and I once again is Anna Marie Perfitier.
1: Hello.
0: Short introduction there. She kind of is. Uh, how do how do we, I decide to describe it? Owner operator of RP Gamer, basically. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I think you should uh, switch your title to the, just owner operator of RP Gamer on Twitter and just leave it at that. I like that. I'm I'm happy. I came Soul up. Sole proprietor. Up. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so last time okay, we so left the, you. Oh, sorry. The, go ahead.
1: The teal deer to catch you up, just in case you've forgotten from the first episode: twenty years of hobbyist game journalists and reviewing, ten years of social media and various other things in the video game industry.
0: And I have been uh, attempting to do podcasts on a regular basis for the last I don't know six seven years. Actually, no, it's probably eight. Actually, you know what, Anna? I believe um, RPG Cast was and the original version of Backtrack because Mac used to host that back of the day, right? Um, like I
1: don't think ten? he ever did. He did. He did. Um, NPC.
0: Cause I thought he did I thought he did backtrack like the first few episodes, maybe. Cause... I mean
1: he might have been on it, but he wouldn't have posted. That's oh, okay. kind of been like Mike Minke's baby.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, because I the... Yeah.
1: He has to review all the bad games. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and he loves it, doesn't he?
1: <laughs> I mean, guy. we keep giving them to him and he keeps in, yes.
0: Yeah, so. <laughs> so obviously there's some sort of like masochism there where he's just getting a little too much off on it. <laughs> Maybe something like, anyway, I should probably stop talking about that. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, but um, your guys' site was actually probably where I realized like, oh, these are not like professionals. You know what I mean? Like in a, like a studio, these are just people in their kind of homes and everything, just doing podcasts. I was like, maybe I could do podcasts and I'm still trying to get it figured out, uh, you know, like eight, nine years down the road from that. (laughs) So. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was I, I don't want to say I probably owe a lot of this to you guys But I probably owe a lot of this to you guys Like just realizing, oh, like, oh, you're kind of right. hobbyists, basically So, I mean, like I said, I've been a fan for years And I was very quietly, like, reading the site for years And I just eventually started kind of reaching out to you guys And I was like, oh, hey, like, these guys are all pretty cool And they actually talk back to their audience That's a nice little change of pace from everybody else
1: <laughs> Yeah, you were one of, like, the consistent emailers for a long time
0: i tried when i had to,
1: to like dig you out from underneath all of the spam that our uh, podcast email yeah. gets
0: you know my, my my last name also probably is very uh conducive to being labeled as spam just because of the areola thing it's like hey look it's a nipple thing we're uh, just gonna go ahead yeah, hey, yeah, yeah 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 if you if you don't think i didn't get that from like you know 12 until um let me see i'm 37 so until uh, through 37 uh, that hey, your last name is pretty close to nipple i'm like hey you're clever it's the first time i've heard that one you jackass okay yeah. Maybe someday we'll get emails, too. Uh, one can hope. Actually, yeah. the podcast email I have set up, I, I get those crazy... Uh, actually, Anna, didn't Chris just get one of those? The, uh, hey, hey, you pervert, I know what you're watching, emails?
1: <laughs>
0: yep. Yep, yep, yep. I uh, Those are about the only emails we get, so, I mean, at least... Uh, anyway... <laughs> It's something. <laughs> we're probably going to have to get spam mail. Uh, so anyway, uh when we last left you on uh, the Pokemon Sword and Shield walkthrough here, Um basically we were leaving. uh We were leaving Mo- Motosuk and we had just beaten Kabu. So we were off to Hammerlock, which yeah, we're going to run into bead and Rose bead who we decided um, is a golden girl.
2: Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's all the time to say.
0: <laughs> yeah. We'll just leave it at that. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Rose is obviously obsessed with energy in the galleries, and clearly this isn't some sort of foreshadowing or anything like that. You know, I'm, Rose is on the up I'm and up. I'm
2: telling you guys, he's a straight shooter. Yeah. You <laughs> guys are like thinking him out like a bad guy. Yeah.
0: No, I mean, clearly. I mean, he's only got the best interests of Galler in mind because that's what. Uh, anyway, gotta hate. Anyway, capitalism. Uh, while wandering around Hammerlock, you'll find a girl who wants to deliver a letter to a boy in... um guess I might have to help me with this. Is it Balinlay? Balinlay? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Okay, well, since I'm hosting we'll just go with Balinlay. Uh, anyway, um, looking for a boy named Balinlay, named Frank. Uh, we'll come back to that here in a little while, because it's one of those moments in Pokemon you're like, oh my god, this game is way darker than it needs to be. <laughs> So you meet the dragon trainer. Um, is it Raihan, Rayhan, Ryan. Raihan? I don't know. <laughs> Raihan, Raihan. Raihan. <laughs> I don't know, man. Okay. Let's go with made up. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, he gives you access to the vault. So you and Sonia can do some more research about Galar's history and the meaning behind all the darkest days stuff that you've been kind of stumbling across. Um, Darkest Day is basically two young men who become kings after using a sword and shield to repel a storm, which was threatening to destroy Galar and possibly the world, because that's what happens in every Pokemon game. So, yes. uh, the next stop is Stowon side. But first, Route 6, where Team L is going to battle with Hop. Hop tells you he's having some serious doubts about himself because well, beat basically beat him into the ground. He doesn't have any doubts about himself after you beat him into the ground constantly, but B <laughs> beats him once, and all of a sudden he's having an existential crisis about his abilities as a Pokemon trainer. Okay, Top <sighs> I... just sucks. <laughs> anyway. uh, so on Route Six, you meet Professor Gliss, Damn you, Pokemon puns! Uh, she'll combine fossils and spit out some ancient Pokemon that are jumbled all to hell. These monstrosities—you should just take them out to the back just and shot. Horrible things. Yes.
2: But they're also really powerful. Like, uh, isn't? I, I don't know if it still is, but I know early on, Dracovish was like top tier Pokemon. The uh, one's like
0: got a fish head. Yeah. Well, well two of them have fish heads, and
1: <laughs> poly <Roly-poly> fish heads. <laughs> God, I just what in the hell?
0: I this might be I I, I I guys, I don't even know what to say. Like, I'm just appalled at the fossil. Once, I mean, it's a nice change where they did something silly with it, but at the same time, I'm looking at these things and it's like, after this, I'm never using these things again.
2: Yeah, I got an Arc result, and I was like, I'm never using you, you unholy monstrosity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I kind of feel the same way about the Galar Meowth. Just uh, kill it, kill it with fire, basically. Yeah, I feel like it, I feel like that Pokemon. It hurts that Pokemon
2: to exist. <laughs> yeah, like, it
0: sure doesn't look like it. Yeah. It hurts to look at, so clearly it probably does hurt to exist. Anyway, so you arrive on side, and Hop's waiting for you. Give him a quick gas whipping and keep his self-esteem kind of uh, in check, basically. It's like, oh, he's starting to build himself up a little bit. No, sorry, Hop. We're back into the ground with you, my friend. Uh, The Onside Gym is the uh, first that kind of varies depending on which game you're playing in Sword. It's a fighting type led by Bay? B? B? B. B. I thought, I thought. Oh, yeah, it's like B. Arthur, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm dumb. Yeah, yeah we just did. Call Oval the Oval girls, Oval. thank you. <laughs> uh, in S.H.I.E.L.D., it's a ghost type uh, led by Alistair, who I only saw about two weeks ago when my daughter went up against him, and boy, what a, f- what a creep.
1: <laughs> that being said, Alistair, as well as Opal, I found that those were really interesting fights because... Having played all of the mainline Pokemon games, I'm kind of getting tired of the fire, water, grass mm-hmm. trio of gems. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's so overplayed. And honestly, I'm even kind of getting a little tired of dragon gems. I just, I want things that aren't those anymore. I agree. So give me more of these unique gems.
0: Or how about we get a gym where they have more than one type? <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Yeah. I mean, I, I
1: want a gym. I want a gym leader whose theme isn't a type; it's a, a characteristic. I want a gym leader that has all cute Pokemon. Yeah. I want you know a gym leader that has all four legged Pokemon. Like I, I think yeah. that. I, I don't necessarily know that Pokemon needs to shake up its base formula because then it wouldn't be a Pokemon game Agreed. but I feel like there's a lot of themes that they could riff off of that would make the games feel more unique
2: yeah and like instead of making a gym where you can you can just like catch one specific Pokemon just run through that gym real quick because it's it's got a strong type advantage over that entire gym uh, you know actually making you have to
0: just use your whole team of six would be a nice change of pace yeah i mean you know the, the one thing they did kind of uh, thought was interesting in um in the two let's go games is you know you have like these special moves that pikachu and eevee can learn um eevee definitely had an advantage there um because i believe adrian managed to beat the elite four with using like one potion or something like that from RP Gamer? Yeah, I remember <laughs> yeah, seeing that. He's like, doubted. you ov- yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, he was like he was like, Eevee, you overpowered a little shit, I love you. <laughs> or something to that effect. <laughs> just
1: like, <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> uh I just remember seeing that in the showing my daughter. I was like, look, he beat the Elite Four with like using like one potion. And she was like, Oh my god, it's so cool. I was like, say it's your favorite Pokemon. So <laughs> <laughs> But But I I thought that was a nice little interesting mechanic to kind of vary it up a little bit. So you had one Pokemon that could kind of combat everything that you come up against. And maybe they need to figure out something to do with that with, like, gyms, where certain, like, gym leaders can teach their Pokemon, even if they have a certain type thing, where they can use moves that are strong against whats what they're weak against, basically. You know what I mean?
1: Well, and we'll talk about that when we get closer to the end of the game, because I feel like they do some fairly good subversions of expectations, mm-hmm. but it's really late in the game.
0: Yeah, and I think... Like, We've talked about this again, but I want something a little bit more difficult. Like maybe, maybe have like a a, not a pro mode, but like a pro mode or something like that. You know, where it's a little bit harder for older players. I, I, you know, we've said this before. This is a game for children, but you know, we're all adults here and we play Pokemon. So it's like you know, maybe give a little bit of a concession to us. I, I would, I would like a hard mode of some sort in these things. Outside of the post game, which and the battle tower, which. I, yeah, anyway, I'm not gonna get into the it battle is. tower thing. So, anyway, uh, the gym mission is a spinning teacups that uh, you mentioned earlier. There, <laughs> which I I thought was really clever. I really like this little idea.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: it was, it was neat. Yeah, I kind of would have liked them to do like a little motion control maybe with it. I thought that would have been cool, but then in not handle nope. it. it probably would have been mm-hmm. a little bit of a pain in the ass. So I was like, yeah, no, let's uh, nope. not go back. Don't with that. do it. So, yeah, that's, um, I'm yeah.
1: I'm kind of glad they didn't because I feel like. The motion controls for Let's Go weren't that good.
0: Um, I'm not gonna disagree with you. I also don't like the fact that you couldn't just play the game with the controller when it was in TV mode. You had to use a one Joy-Con and throw. to well, throw I had
1: the Pokeball, poke so I was just like flick, flick, flick.
0: <sighs> just uh, I I got one too because I wanted a Mew, but I just never used it, so I just nah. I should anyway.
1: Should take my Mew out of that at some point.
0: Oh, Anna, jeez. Oh, you know, if you don't want it, you can just give it to me. I'll take it. <laughs> I love okay. Mew. <laughs> good deal alright uh, so uh, let's see the further in you go you'll have bumpers knocking you around to kind of hinder your progress which I thought was I guess, a nice little challenging thing to it even if it was pretty simple but um, so you fight uh, B and you're up against Hitmontop, Surfetched, Pangoro and Machamp and Alistair has a Yamask, Cursola, which I really kind of like the Cursola uh, in the Galo region it's kind of kind of I hideous looking
1: a cool variant. I liked that
0: yeah it's A lot of the times, these variants aren't like that great, especially, you know, Meowth. I'm looking at you, buddy. But the Cressola one's like, I think, pretty cool. So, uh, Mimikyu and Gengar, everybody's favorite ghost Pokemon. Yes, yes, Gengar. Uh, Truly, everyone loves Gengar. Yeah, I I, I don't know anybody that doesn't like Gengar. So, I remember Gengar being so like OP for a long time, and they finally, like, you know, made it not have like float basically, so (laughs) give it some kind of weakness. Yes, but. Anyway, uh, this Gym Badge lets you catch uh, Pokemon up to level 40, so guess what? You can finally catch that Onyx. (laughs) (laughs) Probably don't want it at this point, but you can catch it. Yeah, yeah, I can catch it, and I'm going to just for the sake of it, and then you realize, oh, it spawns again. God damn it, who cares? (sighs) Anyway, so exit the Gym, and you run into Sonia. She's there to investigate a mural for her research, Um while you're sitting there, all of a sudden there's a big commotion and a lot of smashing sounds, and Beat has taken Rose's... Oh, God. Okay, guys, I'm going to need to help with the pronunciation of that uh, big elephant Pokemon thing.
1: Raja.
0: Caparaja. Raja. Perfect. Thank you, guys. It took... Yeah, he took the Raja to smash the mural, defeat Bede, Rose comes out and disqualifies him from the gym challenge, and Beat kind of, like, snaps almost. It's, like, not gets mad, but, like, sanity snaps. Like, oh, God, what do I do now? Kind of deservedly so, because not ball. Anyway, so the mural crumbles and kind of reveals a statue of two hero kings with two Pokemon, one wielding a sword and the other wielding a shield. Um, yeah, I mean it's a little obvious there, but yeah, whatever. So yeah, plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's it's weird. It's like I feel like you have to go through a plot of this game, but at the same time, it's like we don't really have to, right? Yeah, I, <laughs> so. mean, you,
2: I, I mean, yeah, the plot of this like plot of Pokemon should be about winning Pokemon. It's like I don't yeah i don't understand why they. That. i mean i guess i do understand because they make a bunch of these games so you gotta do something to differentiate
0: them mm-hmm. but at the same time again game is for kids and you know yeah. saving the world is a kind of big thing and you gotta think every generation is somebody's first generation so coming yeah. into it well, and the
1: thing that, that, that i love is like has there ever ever been a pokemon game that's really explored of the the sort of theme of failure
0: no, no, because you can't. Because I, I don't think you can be. I don't think you can do that to to to, to a six year old. You know. But, I mean, they,
2: but the I game, think that's really important. Like, the game doesn't really let you. The games have never really let you fail either. Like, if you lose, like you you just keep fighting the same person over and over again till you uh, till you beat them. Yeah. So you might lose so some I money. Just, that's yeah. yeah I just
1: I thought it was really interesting to have like this character that's like he's a bag of dicks, but he's also a really interesting character of like oh no. Now what do I do? I've failed.
0: But yeah, you, yeah but, but, and I thought that felt yeah. like a
1: really unique niche in in Pokemon because they really haven't dealt with that sort of theme before.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I think that might be maybe a little too advanced for Pokemon writing, unfortunately. I, I'm just saying trainer nemesis system would solve a lot of these problems <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Go, go ahead and revisit that from the last episode but yeah, yeah i think that's probably yeah. a good idea actually having yeah. something where somebody Someone keeps following you around the
2: nemesis system other than that just, just those lord of the Rings
0: games yeah nobody's nobody's i remember when that came out and everyone thought that was the next thing and I nobody's done it yeah i did too
2: yeah it should have been i don't understand why it's not i mean yeah. i guess probably it must be hard to implement so it must Maybe. not be very easy to... I mean, it, it's pretty complex, I
0: guess. So. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah. So Beat is kind of just having this, like, essential crisis while you're... Um just moving on to the next thing to go save the world, basically. But um, you got to remember, you've got this gym challenge thing to do still. So, yeah. Um, off you go to Balloon Now
1: Light. we go to my most hated zone in the game.
0: And I know exactly why. Um, if you <laughs> want to go ahead and explain that, Anna, because I heard you talk about it in RPG Cast, and I was like, oh, poor Anna. God, I don't yeah. even think about that. So,
1: um, I'm red-green colorblind. Oh. <laughs> and this zone is just like a block of colors that i cannot differentiate uh-huh. and so like i kind of just fumbled my way through this and as soon as i got out and i'm like fuck the zone! i'll never go in there again <laughs> which makes me so sad because i'm shield i played pokemon shield and i couldn't even get myself a sparkle pony <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah the, the, the whole reason you would do that i mean that's uh, uh... Completely honest, that is exactly why my daughter wanted S.H.I.E.L.D., was because she wanted the Galarian Ponyta, because it's adorable.
1: (laughs) And, like, I recognize that the Venn diagram of people that are colorblind and people that play video games are a pretty narrow overlap, but this just seems like it was
2: really egregious. It's not as uncommon as you you think. You're, like, the third person just in, like, people that talk about games that I know is red, green, green, colorblind. (laughs) So... I'm sure, and they're, they are getting a lot better at adding you know, stuff for the pe- for colorblind people into games. There's a lot more um, options, generally, from what I can tell. I don't know if they're good, <laughs> I guess, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: As, um yeah, just, like, I don't want to, like, Full, you know we can see the full spectrum of color like for us it's like oh yeah sure it's like implementing it and help helping out but it's like i don't know how much that actually helps out you guys because there's a lot to consider and if you don't have somebody on staff or at least a qa thing that you can run it through it's like well we try this and let's hope it works but yeah this place i never thought about it until you mentioned it on the podcast i was like oh this place had to have been a nightmare for her <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so and as i said this is where you get the uh galarian ponyta so best region of the game according to my daughter <laughs> so <laughs> i think she I, I don't know how many she caught but i think she had to go through a couple uh, trips to the store to keep catching ponytas because she just decided she just wanted a bunch of them i was like you know i can just breed some for you she's like nope gonna catch them I'm like okay cool whatever <laughs> so um so we're on to uh, Baloo- uh and we find frank This is uh, the boy I mentioned earlier where uh, the girl wanted the letter. So the young boy, the young boy, (laughs) yep, uh, tells you his grandfather's name is Frank. The girl you get the letter from was named Paula. They used to play together as children. She got sick, moved away, and he never heard from her again. So did she actually get sick or was this a Paula moved away, but out to the country thing? So his parents didn't have to tell him she died. Uh, if you go back to Hammerlock, there's a thank you note where she was and a Reaper Cloth. And you cloth. get
1: a Reaper Cloth. Yeah. I pick that up and I'm like, oh, this isn't at all creepy as hell. No.
0: <laughs> and this is not the first instance of like a, a ghost character kind of doing something creepy in a Pokemon game. Never mind the ghost Pokemon um, Drifloom that takes children up to their deaths, which...
1: <sighs> well, and there's like that stump Pokemon that kidnaps children that gets lost in the woods.
0: That's oh god, and then there's um the the sandcastle one that mm-hmm. uh you put your hand near it and it eats you. Pokemon's fucked up, man.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh. Anyway, yeah. Um. You know, what? I will. Uh, I. It, it, you can like skip to the end of that episode, but one of the Pokemon movies we went over this whole thing of like Pokemon being just just a nightmare of things to do, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. yeah. That's yeah. a good one of our, one of our better post post conversations. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I was like, we can't keep this one behind the paywall. It's too good. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so you get here and the gym type is a fairy type and you run into Marnie on your way in. She says you're also her rival. So good. Kick rocks. Hop. Kid, just bye. It's like, we got a better rival than you now. So uh, the gym mission is answering some questions from Opal, the elderly gym leader, who's auditioning people to be her replacement so she can finally retire. This sounds like a nightmare that you cannot leave your gym until you find somebody to replace you. And this poor woman is <laughs> like in her
1: thought of it that way. And
0: this poor woman is in her <laughs> 80s and just wants to fucking stop trading Pokemon. <laughs> and she just can't. <sighs> so yeah
1: <laughs> i liked her gym i thought it was a really good balance of like challenge and interesting pokemon because sometimes you get gyms or it's like this gym is really hard but i hate all the pokemon in it
0: yeah yeah and i think it's kind of the thing with fairy types is i i want to say like they're counteracting points they're varied enough that you can come with an inter- interesting team but they're also limited that you don't like i don't know i feel like you have to put together a decent team to fight a fairy type gym and yeah I, this
1: yeah the 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 fairy gym was where i was first like all right i gotta square up that party
2: yeah that's i think this is kind
0: of where i so don't yeah. have any
2: po- i don't have any poison types i don't think i think i, I wasn't i wasn't rocking my toxel at that point in time <laughs> yeah
1: uh, yeah, I did notice at one point when I was doing um uh Gigantamax battles like the the little cave things on the wild areas, all of a sudden like like 3 days into the game being out, all of a sudden everybody had that like electric poison pokemon as their main. And I'm like, "Whoa, what happens to that like everybody switches to this thing?" Yeah.
0: And here's your answer basically. <laughs> Opal uses a Galarian Weezing which is a very type, which I thought was a little strange, You're but
1: so dapper. Got a great,
0: it, de, great design. Oh yeah, I I completely agree. Like the first time I saw that design, I was like, oh, I don't care. I don't. You can tell me the rest of Sword and Shield is just same old Pokemon, and I'd just be like, yeah, I want, I want that thing. <laughs> so, uh, let's see, Malwil, Togekiss, and Alcremie, which again, um, it screams it or it screams while you eat it, or maybe it I, screams out of pleasure.
1: I was kind of sad. That none of the gym leaders use the teacup Pokemon.
2: Oh, a pol- Poltegeist? Yeah. <laughs> yes. And by the way, <laughs>
1: did you know that there's actually two Poltegeists?
2: Isn't like there's a way you get to do something like yeah. you get to, to get the other so one? So
1: there's a fake Poltegeist right. and a real Poltegeist.
2: Right. It's like has you something have to, do with
1: to it. flip it over in view mode and see if there's a stamp of authenticity on the bottom of the teapot.
0: <laughs> okay, I had no idea. Thank you. I'm going to have to check Oh my god. What
1: and depending on whether you have a real Polty Gust or a fake Pultigust, it changes which of the items you need to use to evolve it.
0: Oh Pokemon. They just so <laughs> complicated some That's a great pun
2: though. That's like a great that's we some, some great A pun work on their part.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah god, ew, just you know the, the probably the unsung hero sometimes is the um you know just the localization teams behind these yeah. pokemon names
1: and i mean having played pokemon in a couple different languages they do a really good job
0: yeah it's man i don't know i i just want to pat them on the back sometimes you're just like anyone who's worked on pokemon just naming these things thanks you did great so <laughs> Anyway, uh, this badge lets you catch up to Pokémon up to level 45. So you head back to Hammerlock, and you run into Bead, and Opal seems kind of obsessed with him, which is kind of weird and creepy in a way. But, hmm. like, okay, it's strange. But, eh, whatever. I guess we'll see how that turns out. So you run into Sony and Leon. A loud noise happens, and they run off to tell Chairman Rose, and Hop meets you at the train station. Thankfully, Hop doesn't want to fight you. Finally, it's like, thank God, I, think, I just... Okay, so you exit the train, and now Hop wants to fight <laughs> you. So, at least he waited this time. Yeah, I guess he didn't want to have that awkward train ride of you having beat his ass into the ground again. So, uh, let me see, you put him in check and move on to Route 7 and 8 on your way to, uh, okay, you're going to have to help me with this one. Uh, is it Churchester? Sirchester. Sirchester? Uh, I would say Sirchester. Chester. Yeah. Surchester sounds right. So um and this is the first time you'll run into Perserker, the evolved form of the Galarian Mouth. And
1: Nope, nope, it, nope, no, nope, no, nope, nope,
0: nope, nope. If you read the Pokedex entry of it, there is indications of raping and pillaging mouths and Purserkers. And I kinda kinda horrified at <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, wait. Vikings were a thing here, which we found out in one of the Pokemon movies, the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Also, in world?
2: are in the uh, Pokemon universe. Yeah. What? And In Mexico. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. It's all in the. That's in, that's in the first movie too, I believe.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: got that by now.
0: Yeah. 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 They Team Rocket mentions uh, the yeah Vikings, and we're not from Minnesota or something like that. I forgot the exact cute. pun, but yeah, I was like, oh my god, you guys, did you? it's like, okay. Anyway, so, uh, there's a weird side mission here uh, that involves you helping a detective solve a crime. I don't really remember the details too well. Oh,
1: but- yeah, this is the, he's trying to figure out who the berry, who the who the person that stole all the berries are, right? Mm-hmm. And it ended up being a Pokemon yeah. that ate all the berries.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this, this wow. detective is an idiot, just plain and simple, so... <laughs> God, you gotta love these please. Okay, so, uh, Sir Chester Jim in, in Sword is a rock type led by, uh, jeez, oh, It was Geordie, I believe. Geordie? Okay, is that, yeah. is that. Gordie, Gordie. or Gordy Gordy, Gordie, Gordie, or Gordie, 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 Gordie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mistyped there. That's my fault. So <laughs> and Shield is an ice type led by Melanie, who is Gordy's mom and thick as hell. Holy God, all my. <laughs> I was like.
1: I like a girl with curves. Yeah, I was kind of <laughs> like.
0: Isn't it weird I'm attracted to a gym leader now? This is odd. I, I feel kind of strange. <laughs> so anyway, Pokemon, thanks for thanks for making me feel weird. <laughs> so. I,
1: I thought it was really interesting that, like, it, it took me half a second to realize why their gyms were essentially identical. And then it's like, wait a minute, they're mother and son. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense, yep. actually.
0: Yeah, it, it's a little... It's a little strange because you're like kind of like oh there's a there's a MILF A little on leader. the nose, but yeah. I'm okay yeah. with that. I, when, oh. I, when
2: I when I got there, I was kind of confused as to why it wasn't an ice gym after going through all that snow, because uh, I'm a sword. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was a little thrown really, off by that too. Really threw me off my whole like plan for that gym. <laughs> so it was. Uh, yeah. Whatever, I guess.
0: So Gordy <laughs> uses Barbacle Shuckle, which is the most useless Pokemon in the world. Uh, Sucks. Yeah. Um, Okay, help me out with the name on this one. Stone, Stone, Stone Yorner. Stone Yorner. Stone Yorner. Yeah, whatever. And Colossal, which we talked about earlier in the last episode. Oh,
1: this thing, it's Stonehenge.
0: Yeah, 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 it's a Stonehenge Pokemon, (laughs) which I, uh, there's also a penguin that's, like, it's got its head stuck in an ice cube. Ice, ice cube.
2: I, 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 I skew because it's like it's like
0: oh my god i didn't get that kind of oh okay anyway yeah. god damn it all right yeah. so I didn't yeah. get Piplup, but I got this thing okay cool anyway it's, so.
2: uh, yeah anyway Terrible uh, Pokemon also it's actually, <laughs> to, actually I think it's supposed to, it's like meta but uh, I think all the fossil ones are meta
0: oh Pokemon hey yeah anyway uh, so melanie uses uh frostmouth uh darmatian uh, Darmetan. Darmetan? I don't know. I'm just trying to. Anyway, uh... yeah, I really should get this screen on my iPad fixed. There's a big old crack here. <laughs> so anyway, uh... I, Q and <laughs> Lapras. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, uh, six gym badge. Let's you catch up to level fifty. So Sonya waits for you outside the gym. She runs some theories past you and hop over dinner. Which I don't know why you're bringing Hop into this because he just. Anyway, um, in this random pub you're getting dinner at. There's a tapestry with more of the darkest day legend sitting there. So the two hero Kings are looking at their, or at some gravestones, one with the sword and the other with shield engraved on them. So you kind of think like, Oh, were those Pokemon dead? Like, did they die? What happened exactly? I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of, I don't know. This, this ugh, the whole mythology is just kind of strange, but so you hit so, to the baths. Oh, go ahead.
1: Quick non sequitur. Yes. I actually think that this game does a really good job of directing you back to the wild area at key points in the game. it feels like after the third and the sixth gym, there's like this good point where you can like drop the story temporarily where you don't have a lot of threads hanging Mm -hmm. and can go spend like a few hours in the wild zone just catching stuff.
2: Doesn't it kind of encourage you at at, a certain point too to go check out the wild area? Yeah. Yeah. And
1: so like I feel like they did such a good job pacing this game which is something that is in, in particularly I feel like X and Y and Sun and Moon both really struggled from poor pacing.
2: I, th- I think I uh, think it's because they went like the map is a very straight line in a lot of ways mm-hmm. so they don't have there's not a lot of uh, backtracking in this one or well the there un- is
1: backtracking, but every yeah. time it backtracks it brings you to a place outside of the wild area.
0: yeah so yeah and, and the fast travel points I think are pretty smartly placed here too so that right. helps a lot. Yeah, it's just not this weird like here's a square and a road you have to get to to get that square so it's just like I will, yeah. I will say my uh, my pet peeve with the fast
2: travel I, I guess would be and this is like a lot of fast travel is not being able to fast travel when, when I'm inside a building and having to go outside to do it is I get I understand that it's, it's a bird and it can't come inside <laughs> but just let me leave Don't you <laughs> play
1: Dragon Quest games.
2: no I'm, I know this isn't like every this is been a thing for forever, and it needs to change. <laughs> it's like, except when I, I get it in a dungeon, you should be able to do it. But just let me leave the. Let me leave. The
1: irony is, is in dungeons you can do it because you can escape rope.
0: Oh, true. This is true. Uh, true. yeah, you can't escape rope out of a city. Which yeah, <laughs> whatever. So so you go to the baths and Hop wants to fight you in front of Sonia because he's I don't know what he's trying to do here. It just Hop. It just. gotta stop just getting exasperated by that little shit anyway so you head to route nine and fight some team yell grunts harassing the doctor again and this time the doc modifies your bike so you can ride on some water so you arrive at spikemouth and the entrance is locked up tight and here is where marty comes in handy and she's outside and she's from there so she offers to help you get in but you gotta fight her first so once you get in you head to the spike myth gym which is a dark type led by marnie's brother Piers. now going through you're going to be fighting a bunch of team yell grunts there's really no puzzle thing to this at all it is just you going a straight line and fighting team yell grunts which um... i like
1: it when pokemon sort of tackle things that aren't sunny, perfect, happy
2: yeah.
0: everybody loves it. Oh, I, I like that. I the like actual, the design, yeah. yeah. The I, actual I gym
2: itself, uh, or the gym mission lack of like there, well, thereof was underwhelming, but yeah, I like the design of the place. Mm-hmm. So
1: the well, and I it. think it was sort of a really interesting sort of turn because, like, in Sun and Moon, they kind of tried to tackle that same sort of like, hey, everything in the world isn't perfect. Oh, with the crack but house? Yeah. <laughs> yeah and I mean the, that place was it rained and it was depressing and there was no hope there yes yeah. it was like it was like Peter Pan but nothing goes right it, it was and it made me feel bad going there I just yeah. I it made me uncomfortable and I mm-hmm. wanted to leave whereas spike myth is like it's this deep dark place and all the misfit toys live there It's yeah. dark but everyone has a seat of hope oh
2: yeah I, I liked uh it, like the sort of like class thing of it is that that's the town without the um gigantama- without the Dynamax spot the, the power so, spot yeah yeah with it, so that's why it does it's not as popular and it probably doesn't get as much money as the other as the other towns do so i thought that's kind of interesting it's kind of like the bad part of town sort of because, just because of the economics parts of it
0: yeah, yeah. that's uh, pokemon like always kind of not always, but sometimes they, like, scratch the surface of doing something interesting, but they always seem to pull back just enough that you're like, eh, I want to dig in this a little bit more, please, but they yep. never really do it. So, which, I, I don't know, I I do think you're probably right there, and I think uh, the, that town in uh, Sun and Moon was probably just a little bit too on the nose for, because the place you go into literally just looks like a cracked in. <laughs>
1: That place is so depressing.
0: You just need you there's, just need some and needles, and that's the
1: thing that I think made me uncomfortable. Is like there's nothing redeeming about that island. No, even the cop that hangs out there is tired and sad.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, even he's had enough of this shit. Basically, <laughs> oh, so all right, so there's no power spot here, uh, like we mentioned. Uh, so there's no Dynamaxing, so it keeps the battle a little bit more not interesting, but at least it keeps not it from being.
1: Opponent? Yeah, and no Dynamax either.
0: Yeah, I mean, at least it keeps it from being the exact same formula from every other gym that we've done so far. Where the last one's always brings out the Dynamaxing. So, uh, Pierce uses Scrafty, Malamar, Skunk Tank, and Obstagoon, which I'm a big fan of Obstagoon. <laughs> I gotta yeah, say. Obstagoon's, Obstagoon's a, a, a good Galarian form, also. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I never use it, but I I think it's a pretty cool design. So. Uh, I love
1: how when Sword and Shield first came out it was like being back on the schoolyard again because there was like 16 different theories about how to evolve Obstagoon and they were like they all threaded around the internet and everybody thought their, their version was right
0: <laughs> uh, it isn't, isn't that one where you just evolve it at night or something like that?
1: Um, I don't remember.
0: I don't remember either
1: I'm gonna check Bulbapedia
0: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Love Bulbapedia.
1: It evolves from glaringly noon when leveled up at night starting at level thirty five.
0: Yeah, see, nothing nothing crazy there. I I'm fine with that. That's a nice easy if not direct method. It's like, oh, you still have to level it up, but it's only at night, so that's fine. Alright, so you are going now to hammerlock one more time to get your final gym badge, and you hear the you hear some explosions. Leon runs out to save the day. Pokemon are dynamaxing without power spots. which just means these things are kind of turning into kaiju. Uh Hi. Gojira, if you will. uh, Gojira! (laughs) Leon seems to have it under control, though, so thank God he's the champion, right? Him and his uh, crazy Charizard that can gigantamax, so... Um, In Hammerlock, you run into Sonya, Hop and Leon discussing the rando Dynamax scene. Uh, Professor Magnolia arrives and suggests the darkest day and this incident may be connected. Gee, who would've thunk? (sighs) Anyway... So uh obvious plot point is obvious. So Hammerlock Jim is Dragon type and you'll fight Rayhan. I've probably said that two different ways now and I don't care. <laughs> so it's a made up name. Probably not. Probably I just don't know how to pronounce it. I'm sorry if your name is that and I just slaughtered it because I my last name is Ariola, and it's ridiculous because nobody's ever said it right. So Anyway, um the gym mission again is to fight your way through some trainers. Um lost interest in that idea, huh? <laughs> yeah, the gym mission just became the t- standard
2: beat trainers.
1: I do like that it mixed it up a little bit with the double battling.
2: I do like the double battle. Yeah, it was. I'm I, I'm generally not a double battle fan, but I <laughs> just I enjoyed the uh, gym being themed that way. I guess. And it was kind of
0: kind of really puts in perspective when you don't just have two Pokemon Dynamaxing or um Gigantamaxing basically, and you've got yeah. you know two regular sized ones just kind of hanging out there too.
1: Well, and I feel like Rihon has such an interesting setup because his Pokemon actually all work together Mm -hmm. and they, like, manipulate the field. Yeah, And I think that's the first time that I can think of where a gym leader actually manipulates the weather.
2: Yeah, like Sandaconda and, uh, I want to say, Gigalith were the ones that he was using a lot to manipulate the field. Mm -hmm.
1: I got stuck with Flygon for the longest time. I think Flygon was actually the last thing that I took down because he's ground dragon so he wasn't taking any damage from the storms and i was just having because he um what is dragon normally weak to ice Uh, and berry. yeah and so i think ground is resistant to
2: ice
0: i don't know i'm gonna tell you this i I spend way too much time googling these things Yeah. Oh, that,
2: that's something I didn't have never mentioned. I appreciate that it tells you the the effectiveness of moves underneath each move on a, on a Pokemon, like right away, like if it's effective or super effective or not effective. If you fought it um, before, yes. But and, actually, yeah, as long as you just run into it before, it, like I just appreciate that that that's there. It saves a lot of time.
0: Yeah. See, the only reason I end up spending time googling. That stuff is, like, when I know, like, what's coming up or whatever, and I'll have to, like, mentally prepare or go in with, like, change up my team just a little bit. So, but for the most part, I have a fairly well-balanced team that I can kind of take whatever gets thrown at me. So, yeah. Yeah. He does the double battle and uses Gigalith, Flygon, Sanaconda, and Dorladen. Duraldon? D- Duraludon. Duraludon. Thank you, John. You should be hosting this, not me. Anyway. <laughs> I, I, I said that with confidence. I don't know. Oh, but, uh, wonderful. Yeah. Fake it till you make it, baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, once you win this, you can catch any Pokemon you want after this. So thank God I can finally catch that Onyx, right? <laughs> Anyway, did you did you, did you,
2: go, did you kiss that Onyx? Too? Oh no,
0: out of spite. No, I was like, "Fuck that Onyx. I don't care now." <laughs> Actually, I think, <laughs> I, into, I think I got in one. I think I got in a wonder trade at some point. I was like, "I don't need you now. And kiss my ass."
1: I <laughs> ended up picking, going back there and picking it up because I found a steel coat in that um, oh. desert place.
2: Oh, it has get-
1: all the bazaars.
2: You made it a good Pokemon.
1: Yeah, I traded it to a friend, and I'm like, can I have it back for a second? Thanks, you can have it now.
0: <laughs> it's like, I just you know, I just wanted the Pokédex thing. I'm good, so. Yep. So, once you win that gym battle, Professor Magnolia and Sonia are outside. Magnolia gives her her lab coat, and now Sonia is a professor. Um, <laughs> as I mentioned in the last one, I cannot figure out academia in the Pokémon world. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you're anyway. You're a
1: professor when you say you're a professor.
0: So, does that make me a professor now? No. Nope. No, I'm just a scientist. <laughs> Still just a scientist. Anyway, so off- of wacky glasses no less. Oh god. <laughs> okay, so off to in for the champion cup here. Um you have to be the series of opponents to take down or to take on Leon. First up is Marnie, who uses Leopard, Toxicroak, Scrafty, Morpico, and Grimmsnarl, which is a nightmare looking Pokemon. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. I've been uh catching some of the Gigantamax versions of it and boy, boy, is that thing kinda of freaky looking.
1: Oh this thing. It's like the Impedimp.
0: Yeah, it's just jacked Imp it's just jacked Impidimp with a lot of hair. You should see it's uh Gigantamax form. It's yeah, I, it's, it's I, I weird. I think I have seen it. It's yeah, really it, weird.
1: Um It looks like Kiko Man.
0: Uh draw a blank.
1: Show me show you. You know, just, just Google Kiko Man.
0: Okay. <laughs> we'll take a look at it afterwards so we keep moving because again, if I'm not off here in a little while, my wife's probably going to murder me. So that'll end the podcast there real quick. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah, we'll uh, after that is hop for the not final time, unfortunately, but goddamn double Corviknight. Finally a good, good Pokemon. Yeah. Pincurchin, which, what, <laughs> why? Snorlax. <laughs> I get it. And Great the opposite and the op and the, and the starter that you're weak to. So, or that, uh, that, that you're strong against. You. Yeah, weak to you. Yeah, yeah because uh, yeah. Hop's an idiot. <laughs> so <laughs> his brother's a champion and he picks the Pokemon that uh, is going to be weak to you. So good job, Hop. Anyway, um, that's all for your league matches today. So Leon invites you to dinner, which I thought was a little strange, but hey, whatever. And then, of course, Leon no-shows for dinner. Pierre shows up again and tells you he was headed to Rose Tower uh alina shows up to keep you from going to see rose in the tower uh she gives a staff member a key or something i kind of forget exactly the detail at this point you find and fight this staff member three times and you get what you need at rose tower or get to rose tower uh you take the I elevator did up not
1: like this no i, felt I didn't like either this was bad padding yes in a game that had fairly little padding
2: yeah yeah this, this, this was like kind of like because I liked the whole, you know, I, the, the tournament setup. I mean, I, it's, I, that's in every Pokemon game, but the, except no Elite Four this time. But uh, I liked the more like tournament theme of this game than the actual
0: plot. And this whole thing was just a waste of my time. Yeah, my I agree. Mind. I agree. I did not like this part at all. I mean, I kind of like that Pierce kind of came in to say, uh, you know, help out and everything, and it kind of made him a little bit more of a cool character. But I really didn't. I, I just didn't care about this well, whole section here. Yeah, and the in the payoff with like the the
2: super legendary of this game or whatever is it, is, a, a is a dumb Pokemon.
0: Turn it is a dumb Pokemon. It's like a, a skeleton, basically. It's what it looks like. So looks, I mean, yeah. Eh, hey, whatever. It's like Skull Raymond for any <laughs> all you Digimon fans out there. Nope, <laughs> there are <laughs> none. There are none, thankfully. So nobody knows what you are talking
2: about. <laughs> <laughs> at least uh, ten. I uh, do know.
0: Uh, <laughs> but they're not listening to this, most likely. But anyway, so you take the elevator up, and you'll have to fight a series of battles against other League member staffs. Hop comes up with you and makes himself useful, finally, by fighting with you and healing your team. Not really the fighting with you is helpful, because I could use two of my own Pokemon, which are a lot stronger than Hop's, uh, but the healing me helps, at least. So. Um, at the top of the tower, you fight olina who uses Frostlass, uh Saurina, so. Salazzle. So Salazzle. So there we go. Melodic. So Salamander
1: and... plus Dazzle. Salazzle. So oh, okay. Because it's only the girls that evolve.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's for Yep. Goddamn Pokemon. <laughs> Fucking David. I love them. <laughs> anyway, um and Garbodor, the trash bag Pokemon. Anyway, I or trash love pile. yeah it's ridiculous. I think it's a funny design, but it's a lot of like when people start saying like you know, hey, they're running out of ideas. They made a literal trash pile. Of, a Pokemon. Put,
1: the first put, generation had a Pokeball twice.
2: Yeah, upside down Pokeball. Yeah, they, yeah. They put eyes on a minecart this time.
0: Yeah, He's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, except this one's actually cool. So anyway, have you guys seen Jinx? <laughs> it's like,
2: Ooh,
1: let's not talk about her. Uh,
0: yeah.
2: Uh, I forget Jinx exists. Yeah. yeah. Well, Does at least they at least breasts,
1: they her body or over her body or part of her body. Does Jinx have breasts?
0: I'm more worried about the blackface. But <laughs> <anyway>. <laughs> the purple face. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They they have since kind of fixed that. But um, yeah, in a few older episodes of the show, they haven't. So that's awkward. <laughs> it's I
1: thought they didn't show those episodes in North America anymore.
0: Um, if you start deep diving for uh, certain specials. Uh, christmas specials there's uh there's a jinx that uh, they yeah it's it's still forgot out there. to
1: edit Whoops. uh
0: yeah whoopsie doodle <laughs> anyway so you do all this work to stop rose and leon from having dinner <laughs> all this effort um yeah lena sure made this seem a little bit more dramatic than it needed to be but they were literally just having dinner and yeah. lena didn't want you to disturb them so it's like oh cool great thanks yeah then then you go back and So the more interesting stuff and having your battles again with the gym leaders. Yeah. I mean, they literally could have cut this whole section out because you don't miss anything because all you're doing is interrupting their dinner. So anyway, back to the battles. Uh, First up is Bede, the new leader of the fairy gym. So that's what happened. Uh, She got obsessed with, with, uh, or Opal got obsessed with Bede and decided, hey, you're the new leader of the gym. So uh, he uses (sighs) Mawile, Gardevoir, Galarian Rapidash, which isn't quite as... Good as Ponyta, but it's still kind of cool looking. It's so. still
1: a sparkle pony. That's
0: very true, but it's not adorable. Now it's just pretty. How's that? That's fair. Okay. And Hatterene? Sure. Yeah, okay. Uh, then comes Nessa and her tendon tearing, uh, throwing, spot, pella Pelipepper, Baraskuta, Sea King, and Dreadnought.
1: Baraskuta.
0: I think that's a pretty cool Ooh, name. I do Berescuta. have to say. <laughs> In Swords you fight uh, B with Halucha, Grappelocht, Surfetch. I like, hmm? like locked Yeah, it's kind of a cool it's like yeah, yeah. just like a octopus that's ready to kick your ass. I think it's pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> so yeah. uh, Phalanx, which I'm a big fan of that name and Phalanx, yes. Yeah. yeah, Phalanx is uh
2: it's like it's like a it's like a Spartan Kirby. It's like Spartan Kirby's. Yeah, My favorite
1: thing yeah. is, is, um, someone put together, um, like a GIF that you can edit of the feelings marching together and you can set it to like almost any kind of music. So there's like a Twitter account called feelings marching <laughs> and they retweet all of the things that people have made. They're really good.
0: Oh, so it's kind of like the, uh, the AOC dances to everything basically. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that going around for like a hot minute, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh in Shield, Alistair's creepy asses back with Desgnar, Chandelure or Chandel yeah, Chandelure, uh Cursola, which again, like that one. Pull T Geist. So somebody did use it actually. Yeah, for like
1: half a second.
0: Yeah, I know. I mean it's it goes. I down
1: wish real it quick.
0: would have come up more already. than once, but yeah. And Gengar. Uh final round is against uh Rayhan again, uh this time with Torkoal, uh like man you really changed out your pokemon here uh gudra which the it is the snot and dragon i love gudra i have you know it's two forms underneath it like they're kind of gross but i do kind of like gudra except it you drips you just want to pick up goomy and hug it and squish it except it drips that's my problem with it Yay! no yeah, I don't want. I don't want to touch it. Ew. No, I. You know what? No, I, I've had to, I've, I've had to wipe too many like runny noses and stuff from my kids. I don't want to pick up a living snot ball.
1: I just want mm. to pick it up and pat it. Okay, so you're a good little slobbery thing. <laughs>
0: okay, <laughs> to agree to disagree. All right, and uh, uh Turtonator, Flygon, and Rolladon again. After that, Rose pops up on the Jumbotron. He's evil. Uh, yep. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Bye. I- yeah. Yep. Were you yeah. surprised? I was, I was
2: surprised. I was wrong, guys.
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah, John, you're you're real dumb, aren't you? <laughs> Feeling yes. real stupid here. So, uh, looks like he started the apocalypse. So, darkest day part deux. Oh, dick. <laughs> anyway, why is
2: he starting the apocalypse? Because he's <laughs> an idiot.
0: Because he's an idiot. I mean, somebody um, needed to, and it might as well be him, I guess, because he's got a yeah, bad
2: beard. Yeah, I
1: actually think that was kind of his explanation. Yeah,
0: someone has like, to do the it. The world
1: would be better if we had a darkest day again. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is literally like, like oh, Thanos' nice. thought yeah. no, here. Darkest
2: Day was terrible. No one has to play that game. We don't need it mm. we don't need a oh, second one. Oh, God, I forgot about that game. Oh,
0: <laughs> don't get me started.
2: What if he was just releasing the sec- uh, Darkest Day 2
0: is the whole plan? <laughs> and uh, What if he was so just was releasing that-, that into the Pokemon world, just the first game?
2: Oh man! <laughs> what a monster! What a monster! <laughs> what a monster.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh god, John and I had the same thought. That's terrible. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we've been podcasting together too long, dude. Uh, all right, so Leon runs off to play the hero. You, you, and Hop head back to the slumbering Anna. Slumbering? Eh? Wheel? Uh, weld? weld? Is it weld?
1: Weld. Weld.
0: Wild. Weld. 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 Okay. Okay. Weld. Okay. Okay.
1: Well. Like Wild. I said, it's like pronouncing lard. L a i r d, lard, like Lord.
2: Oh my but God! Lard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know
1: I'm for- not making any excuses for Scottish or Welsh. Oh, okay. But that's guys, how we get, it works. guys, we
2: gotta
0: wrap this up. <laughs> yep. Okay. The, slumber- the 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 slumbering spooky forest. How's that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to see if you can find the legendary Pokemon to help save the world. Uh, so you go and you meet uh, Sonia and. Postwick, uh, you head back to the spot where you met the two legendary doggos at the beginning of the game. And they appear, but don't stick around. Keep going, and I find a shrine. I was so
1: angry about yes, that. What the hell's up with that? You like, don't catch jackass. your legendary during the main game? Yeah, yeah you uh,
0: do it afterwards. Yeah. I was yeah. a little pissed off Rip about off. that. Rip off. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. Although, you yeah. didn't catch Mewtwo until after the game was over, basically, right? Yeah. Mm. Trying to think. Yep, that was after. Me too
1: wasn't on the box.
0: Yeah, me too was on the box. Fair enough. Fair enough. And me too was the only legendary in that one, so that's fair. So anyway, uh, let's 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 keep going here. Uh, let's find. Um, you find a shrine with a rusty and shield. Uh, so they yeah, it, you and uh, hop pick it up and go back to Hammerlock. Ryan greets you at the stadium. He doesn't know what's going on. Alina is now asking for your help to save Rose, since she's not sure what he's doing. Cause yeah. Turns out she might be the more sane one out of the two of them. <laughs> so, uh,
1: that was a plot twist for me because I totally thought she was going to be the bad guy.
0: Yeah. It's like, oh, wait, she's not evil. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so she opens the elevator for you, and you head down to confront Rose. And you fight Rose and his uh, S Cavalier, I guess is how you say it. Uh, Farothurn.
1: Like, less Cavalier. S Cavalier. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, S-Cavalier. his, his Purserker. <laughs> Clink clang, and. <laughs> Cabraja. Uh Win and Rose <laughs> Win and Rose lets you go up to the roof to check on Leon. Leon's fighting uh, Turnatus tries to capture it, like a dumbass. I guess.
1: Why do the bad guys go, oh, you've beaten me and <laughs> stroll
0: yeah, by, please?
2: Yeah. You, you've won, so fair is fair. <laughs> it's like, you can go do as you wish now.
0: Yep, pretty much. Uh, well, he's got no Pokemon to defend himself with now, and all you gotta do is pull out one of your Pokemon and just whip his ass into the ground, I guess, right? I wanna, I wanna, no, wanna,
1: Pokemon don't attack humans.
0: Um, you know what? Oh, um, there, I was gonna say there, there, there's a bunch of monkeys and primates that would like a uh like a word with you about that. <laughs> so,
1: and James's victory bell.
0: That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jeez. Yeah, All right. Um. Let's see. Yeah. So you go up there. He tries to capture it, dumbass. And it's up to you and hop. Wonderful. <laughs> Just fucking great. Anyway, see so we can Eternatus and a gigantic into a <laughs> I, I quit i'm done
1: i feel like that name is just a little too on the note
0: just a hair uh anyway uh you and hop use uh the sword and shield and it ends up summoning uh the two legendary doggos you knock out a turnamax and then you get a chance to capture it or actually you have to capture it which weird anyway um back to winden to fight leon he uses aegislash dragopult which I love Dragapult. Weirdest damn thing, but Dragapole I dig it. Dragapult re-
2: fucking fucked me up too the first time <laughs> I fought. It was uh, yeah, um, yeah.
1: <laughs> fighting Leon was hard.
2: Yeah, I agree. I don't. My, I mean, I wasn't. I was not. I think I was at his level when I fought him, mm-hmm. so it was a pretty fair fight.
1: And I was, I think, around sixty.
2: Yeah,
0: I, was I think was the ballpark 60. where I was too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This was probably and, the most challenging out of every one we've done. In
2: that, yeah, I, but. And I handled, uh, the Age of Slash kind of wrapped at the beginning too for, because I wasn't ready for that. that to be the very first Pokemon he had. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that Dragapult, I had no idea what it, what it was. It just, it fucked me up.
1: Well, and Seismitoad is one of those weird mix of, um, elements that it's like, what am I supposed to use against this thing?
0: See, I just pull out my Gardevoir and just use a psychic attack. and just knocked it out in one shot. Oh,
1: <laughs> so. fair. I suspect it doesn't have very high special defense.
0: Yeah, it, it was the Dragapult being a dragon ghost type that was, like, fucked. <laughs> it was just... Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, um, also uses a Hexorus, um, and then whatever starter that was left over that, um, you know, you would end up being weak <laughs> against. So, yeah, he's a much better trainer, of course, than his brother, and that badass Charizard of his. Yeah.
1: Which he gigama- which he gigantamaxes. Yes,
0: yes. and I, it's, I said I love that look, just it on fire and everything. It's pretty cool. <laughs> so it, it looks like a dragon. Yeah, because it yes. is a dragon. I, it should not be fire and flying. Have <laughs> well, you seen
1: that picture? That it's like, guess which one of these Pokemon is a dragon?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's. T- <laughs> yeah it's a whole bunch
1: of things that aren't dragons and goomy
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're like, okay, really, really uh, I give up, so oh uh, anyway, um, yeah, once you beat him, um that's no my- credits. yeah, that's it, and you're the new champion some really long music here going on um there's a fair amount to do in the post game you can collect league cards to find out uh some information, maybe too much information on some of the characters, <laughs> including ball the ball guy gal isn't a guy, yeah, or it might be a girl, yeah, a guy still, yeah, you don't know, it's very yeah. ambiguous about
2: it uh, <laughs> um b also hers says that uh she trained really hard, but her strict parents may have trained her so hard that she can't smile anymore.
1: oh, that's depressing,
0: yeah, oh, one of those, huh, okay, that's a bummer,
1: yeah, yeah, um, and you... if you want to get your legendary. <laughs>
0: Oh. oh my God! If lucky. you
1: haven't fought Hop enough.
0: Yeah, you have oh. to
1: beat his ass down again.
2: And if you like fighting, if you like fast traveling around the map for a little bit and fighting some Gigantamax po- po- or some Dynamax Pokemon, uh, do I have a quest for you?
0: Boy, do we
1: Sword <laughs> <we>. Bird and, and... <laughs> and Shield Bird, which uh, oh, is Oh my
0: God! Or guys. as I dub them in our notes, the dipshit twins. <laughs> it's,
2: it's, I, I was like, I, I forgotten about them existing in the game because they like show up a couple times maybe once or twice and then th- they're just like the last people you deal with in this in the plot technically because this says it says the end after you do this like this is like the true ending is BD- doing this yeah um,
1: I do like that that this is really the first time that you get um, to see Surfetched because I don't think he shows up in the main game in, if you're playing Shield
2: See he not he in, in Sword I ran into him.
1: Yeah, because um, yeah. B uses no, uh, yeah B uses yeah, him right.
2: I yeah, I believe yeah. so. Yeah.
1: yeah, which isn't a gym leader in Shield, so yeah. um, I thought that was a
2: nice touch. Hop, Hop gets character development during this section. <laughs>
0: yeah, he finally realizes he's a shitty trainer and should just be yeah, a, yeah, a go for, a go for being a Pokemon professor instead of a yeah. trainer because he's never going to yeah. be a champion.
2: Yeah, Pierce hangs out with you for a bit.
1: <laughs> He's a cooler friend. Yeah,
2: uh, he reminds
0: me a lot of um, the just just had enough of it a police officer in uh in sun and moon.
1: Just, oh yeah, the depressing guy. Yeah, yeah, just
0: the guy. Just yeah, just kind of walking around, but yeah. just not quite that bad.
2: So yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't have a lot to say about this section. It was kind. Of, it was just like.
0: Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Honestly, I took a lot of notes on it, and I just don't feel like we really need to go over it. So the dipshit twins keep causing a bunch of problems, and you fix it, I and you then you get a chance. All of this. It's, yeah, well, I mean, I wrote notes and played it, and yeah, it's, and then you get, then you get a chance to, to get your legendary doggo, and you fight the opposite doggo with Hop, and then you beat Hop into the ground, and he's gonna endeavor to be a, a great Pokemon professor, because he's done so well with everything else he's tried so far, so why not that, right? jeez. Oh, <laughs> basically the end of it there um not really much else to it i mean you can go back to there is like no indication whatsoever that you should go back to leon and hop's house and then in leon's room there's a pokeball sitting there with a charmander you can get that can Gigantamax into that cool dragon that isn't a dragon yeah
1: so that was actually the first thing that i did after i rolled credits because it's a place that you can't go into it during the normal game
0: Oh, I didn't even think about that. I never even thought about like wanting to go up to see the rooms. So, like,
1: I always thought to myself, I have to go back to Leon's bedroom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh,
1: I don't a, know why that got stuck in my yeah, head. But I it did.
0: Uh, I don't know why either. Did you like his purple hair maybe a little too much? <laughs> Get a, hoping to find a lock of his hair or something as a charm. <laughs>
1: I'm a single Pokemon trainer. It's okay. It is it's okay
0: now. <laughs> yeah. uh, so. Uh, anyway um that that that's it that's pokemon sword and shield um so guys like overall like how did you feel about this whole thing it's a good game
1: yeah. i think it's a good <laughs> yeah. pokemon game yeah i it's a struggle as to whether it's a good game
2: i th- i think it is i think it's a good i think it's a solid like a uh, basic rpg you know i think it's Uh, it's got all the trappings of a Pokemon game and Mm -hmm. those, I I think, are just inherently solid games. Uh, I just think it has to do a lot to reach a level of being a great video game. There needs to be a lot of improvements.
0: I I don't know... And I think
1: maybe that's a better way of describing it. I think it's a great Pokemon game, but I think it is an only good video game. Yeah. Because I feel like it is definitely the best Pokemon game that I've played uh, from the mainline stuff.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah
1: but it still has problems
0: i i don't know if pokemon can actually make a overall great game and still make it like a an accessible pokemon game i don't know how they would swing that without really like alienating a good chunk of their audience because they I, i feel like one of the things they would have to do is ditch a lot of the stuff that makes it approachable for younger kids
2: Hmm.
0: It's a, like I said, I mean, you know, they've been hashing this formula out for years and, you know, they keep trying to change it up just a little bit to keep it interesting, but you know, there's always some pushback with some stuff each generation. And you always, I mean, I think this one was just the most vocal of it, of people like, you know, protesting basically or whatever,
1: Yeah, but didn't you notice that as soon as the game came out, no one cared about Dexit anymore? Oh, yeah. No, I completely agree. Because they were playing the game. Yeah,
0: Yeah, that's my thing. I, I, as soon as people were like, yeah, you, I was like, yeah, go ahead and say you're not going to buy it. I'm going to buy a digital copy of each and a physical copy of each and a copy for my daughter. So just kiss my ass. I'll cover your copy. Yeah. You're not going it's, to buy it. Like it's, like,
2: it's like that classic screenshot of that uh, Steam. Oh, the, uh, modern, yeah, the modern, modern Warfare? Modern Warfare, Warfare? Yeah. yeah. And it's, and it's like everyone's – it's like Boycott Modern Warfare 2 and like everyone in there is playing Modern playing Warfare Playing Modern
1: 2. Warfare? I love yeah. that screenshot. Oh, yeah. I and use that a, a lot.
2: Yeah, it's really good. Uh, yeah. I don't even remember what I don't even remember why they're boycotting it. <laughs> but uh,
1: um, it didn't have public servers or private servers. I don't remember which way that one was, went.
2: It was private server. That's been That's like that's like a t- fucking twelve-year-old game at this point. But uh, <laughs> that's weird to think about. <laughs> yeah, 2009. <laughs> it's one of my favorite games ever. Uh, but yeah, I just I feel like they just take so many incremental steps at this point that I, they need. I just want. I want a leap of some kind and I've and like there's so many good ideas here that I that I feel like you could like the trainer missions like there has to be like or the gym missions they like, you just you could just flesh those out more and I feel like that wouldn't alienate younger younger fans or uh the wild area making that um more fully realized than what than what it is I, I just I feel like you're by saying like you want to I feel like you're underselling kids in a way, by saying that, you're, that you'll leave them behind if you make it a little more uh, complex.
0: Well, I'm saying, I'm saying younger kids. I cannot imagine like my son getting into a really deep RPG where there's a heavy amount of reading involved. Pokemon does a very good job of directing you where you need to go. And my son is, like I said, he's five, going to be six like next week. And you know he can't read but a couple of words here and there but he's still managing to get through pokemon just fine because you know he's figured out super effective and effective and um you know no effect he's figured those out because you know just basic letter recognition and beyond that i don't know if you got it any more complex he would be able to play pokemon
2: i feel like with the let's go series they kind of they could they could branch off at that point um, and and create a deeper RPG, while also creating something for a younger audience like a Let's Go, which is much more uh, accessible even than this is.
0: Yeah, no, I can. I, yeah. Except the thing is, then they would have they they would have to split the series basically. And Game Freak I'm not has wild about that. Yeah, Game Freak has done a very good job of, I think, balancing it. Even if it's been to maybe the detriment of taking the series to new heights, like. I don't know. I I feel like Pokemon is always going to be on this just on the verge of being great, but it's got too much baggage behind it to ever hit those highs and be able to get in like the top tier. Because also, why change up the formula so much with such a risky endeavor when it sells? Millions and millions and millions of units year after year. Clearly, people are still buying this thing, and it's the formula they've got is clearly working.
2: No, oh, it's a rock solid formula, and they, I will always enjoy these games. But I am also yeah. feel like I'm always going to be left wanting more by the yeah. end of it. It's just, and that's like, maybe that's maybe that's how it's always going to be at this point. But
1: uh, and I mean, I wonder if they'll sort of push more of these boundaries when it comes to the DLC. I'm really interested in seeing these two new sections.
2: Yeah, you know, like visually, they look interesting for sure. I mean, yeah, like
0: and you know, that. I do wonder. You know, that's probably. You know, I do wonder because here's my thing. Um, I bought the DLC for myself. I haven't bought it for my kids because they haven't even finished the main thing yet. And I'm like, okay, I'll tell you what. You guys finish the story and become the champion and get your legendaries. I'll buy you the DLC. I wonder if they could gate it off somehow that way where the more advanced players can go do that stuff and you know like the younger kids will just have the main game basically to do because you can still bring in the pocket or the full pokédex or the new pokemon that they're introducing um or reintroducing back into the game without having to have the season pass so I, this could be a step in the right direction for that maybe gating it a little bit that way but i by putting behind a paywall but I, realistically, I think the only way they could possibly manage doing something like that, um, making it more, like I said, we, we were talking about before, taking it from good to great, is maybe taking a year off, like give the game two years to develop. Because I, I think these things have been an annual game for a long I, ass time. I now. think,
2: that, I think it, at the very least, the game engine has to be improved. Like because it, it, like we were talking in the very very first episode about like just the. The way this game runs on Switch is mm-hmm. borderline no, yeah. unacceptable. It's like, yeah, if <laughs> it and wasn't I mean,
0: Pokemon, this would not be acceptable.
1: That's yeah. something that I I kind of thought about a lot when I was writing my review for this for RPG Gamer. Is like, I feel like this is the this is the draft one good but needs improvement. And like, yeah. we're going to see DLC, and we're going to see future games on the Switch. If they can build off of this. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty enthusiastic about the future of Pokemon mainline games, but I would also hope that like you, I I want them to move towards a model where they have fewer mainline games, but supported by DLC and more side stream games, because I feel like that's where they can sort of do a little bit of that stretching and reaching that they can't do in the mainline series. And maybe they'll learn things that they can incorporate back into
0: the main games you know and going back to pokemon conquest i do wonder like how well that game did because i when that game was kind of contemporary and i think you were the only person i remember like talking about it i listened to a bunch of game podcasts and i think you were like i think rpg cast was the only place i really heard anybody talk about that thing i heard some positivity about that but not i mean i've heard it i've heard it's good I
1: know uh, uh, it sold more outside of Japan than inside of Japan. Okay, but I don't think I have ever seen really solid numbers.
0: Yeah, see, that's that's my thing. It's like, did they? Was that a was it challenging enough? Do you think, or was it still like kind of a baby step there?
1: Um, I felt like it was a good level of challenge because you had to minnow down into type matches in a way that you don't have to in the mainline games like remember when we were talking about oh i had struggled with that pokemon and john was just like i knocked it out with a special attack from something that he wasn't even weak to
0: yeah yeah
1: all right so the number that i found uh copies sold in japan if it sold more than that in north america i don't know half a million yeah which is way less than a mainline game
2: i reckon. oh yes oh yeah that's oh, yeah. still not yeah. bad for like what it is, I feel like or yeah.
0: Like a, I was gonna say, that is a very niche thing.
2: Yeah, I mean, I know it's Pokemon, which helps it by helps
0: it by itself to have that that word on there, but it's um, a Pokemon strategy RPG based on the um
1: Nobunaga's <laughs> Ambition. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: that's a, a, a that's a hell of a pitch. I mean, <laughs> as a guy who likes strategy RPGs, even me, I'm like, huh? <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know. You know, what? that might actually be a fun game club to do if it, that game wasn't so expensive now. I, th- I think it's actually shot up in price pretty, pretty heavily. I guess that getting released on Switch also.
2: <laughs> they released everything on Switch. But
1: <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like this wasn't inherently marketed that well because like, the year that this came out, it was tucked in the very back of the Koei Tecmo booth, which I think it might have even just been Koei at that point. And it wasn't in Nintendo's right. booth at
0: all. <sighs> and with a little push from Nintendo, I mean, that could have helped it. But yeah, I mean, as many podcasts I was listening to, I really think you guys were the only one that talked about it. I I think Weekend Confirmed was even going on still, and I, they didn't talk about it. And sometimes they would bring up some weird shit on that show. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. You, you know, can when, always when,
1: count on me to play the weird shit. Yeah,
0: I was going to say, you know, when Garnett <laughs> wasn't passed out under the desk, but... <laughs> it's, yeah. Eh. Yeah. Uh, honestly, a lot of the side Pokémon games get very little
2: uh, like coverage of any kind. Like a lot, which
1: bombs me out yeah. because I love them.
2: Not, not a lot of press for it, like the mystery dungeons or the conquests, or it, even I'm like.
1: Hoping that this mystery dungeon remake that's coming out on the Switch really soon does well. I, I plan saw, on buying
2: it. I saw something on Twitter, uh, like an ad
0: on Twitter for it. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
1: That makes me so happy.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I've gotten a few ads for it myself, so I mean, you know, it might be because we tweet about Pokemon so we get targeted for it, basically, but... It could be. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) so (laughs) there's that, but, I mean, yeah, I guess we need to get back on Sword and Shield here, but I, I really like this game. I feel like this might be the best one I've played in quite a while. I did like Ultra Sun and Moon quite a bit because the stuff that I liked about Sun and Moon, there were enough stuff holding it there were things that was holding it back and then they like kind of made ultra kind of, let's say sped up a little bit. Like it didn't take a half hour to get your starter. You could literally get your starter in like 10 minutes in, the, in that one. So I feel like they learned some lessons there. So if there's, you know, some sort of second iteration of this, or maybe they can figure out a way to patch the damn thing. And I don't like, but also I think you can get the starter in like 15 minutes in this one. So it's like not that big a yeah, deal. You get, you get it
2: pretty fast. Yeah. Uh... It's the one I've liked. This is the most I've liked one since Black and White, which I thought I liked Black and White because they felt they felt fresher when they came out. You know, they obviously had all new, only new Pokemon, mm-hmm. and the story. I think the writing in that one is a little better than most Pokemon games too. It's a little more interesting. Yeah, I but, mean that's, uh, you know as as I always say, yeah. uh, lo- low branch yeah. to limbo wonder. Yes, <laughs> so. yes, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah, this is, this is this is still a good game. I mean, I I finish it. You um, know, I didn't I wasn't like forcing myself to finish it. Like I enjoyed playing it the, most of the way through. So
1: this is the highest score that I have ever given a Pokemon game at three and a half out of five.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's that's that sounds perfect. I mean, I probably like on my like our scale we just do a flat five. I probably would have given it a four just because I lean more towards liking it than just thinking it's okay. So really, but,
2: uh, yeah, because we don't do, like, the halves. So, yeah, I probably would have given
0: it a four.
2: Yeah, probably would given it a
0: four. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ultimately, like, I probably would have even said this was, like, my favorite game of last year just because I played it so much, recognizing the flaws in it still. I, I you know, I amazingly uh, put uh, Let's Go over State of Decay 2 as my favorite game of 2018. <laughs> so... I think I shocked the hell out of John with that one when we did that podcast. <laughs> yes, didn't expect that one. But. Yeah, I mean, real, realistically, Funny. who the fuck puts State of the K two as their favorite game yeah. of anything? I mean, you, you know, also, even yeah. yeah.
2: You also didn't expect my game of the year that year either. So it's uh, I think we Dead Cells was mine. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the hell of a game. <sighs> <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. Well, I guess that will wrap up our uh, Sword and Shield Game Club here. So, um. I got to say, I think we've got a plan for getting this, uh, this game club uh, podcast back on track because g- God, I miss doing these things. Cause realistically we haven't been talking about video games for a long time on, on this network.
2: <laughs> yeah. If those video game movies aren't, act- you know,
0: <laughs> yeah. And video game yeah. music isn't actually video games. So, yeah. <laughs> but I think we've got to, I think we got something here. Um, our next one is going to be a wrath and that is going to be John, myself and Josh Carpenter. So we're, we're, we're borrowing one of you guys again. Uh, sorry anna
1: <laughs> that's the game where liam screams a lot light
2: right yes yeah i love that game sir's wrath is one of a kind <laughs> it's, uh, i played yeah. the first chapter it's and like i've seen some anime, videos
1: the game You're yeah it's, it, it's
2: anime the game with some panzer dragoon thrown in there too wait uh,
0: why didn't you tell me that before
2: i would have been on this
0: a lot faster dude it-
2: but it's, I mean, I feel like saying that is kind of disingenuous. It's not, it's, it's like.
0: You would have at least gotten me to it faster, it, damn it! It's,
2: it's just, you know, highlight. It's like highlight lock <laughs> on and shoot missiles. Like, that's, that's, it's that. Uh, and then some mediocre third person action and then some, and then hella cut scenes <laughs> that are really good.
0: Yeah, John, that would have got me on that faster. Thanks, man. I appreciate <laughs> that. Well, guess what <laughs> yeah. I'm doing tonight now? <laughs> Starting up the, start up a Wrath again. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, uh, so that's, that's the game plan. A service wrath is going to be the next one. And we've got, uh, we've got Josh Carpenter lined up for that. So as usual, go to patreon.com slash games and junk, and you can support us over there. I don't have any bonus stuff for this podcast yet, but maybe in the future we'll come up with something. I don't know what I want to get this podcast on a regular kind of, uh, schedule here first before we start planning to do anything that might uh, support us with that way but if you want to support us and you want some extra content from us multimedia failure another podcast i do with john where we watch every video game movie ever made and then rank them against each other arbitrarily um before each episode and at the end of each episode we have a bonus segment the end has been mostly quizzes at this point but occasionally we've thrown in because i can't come up with any trivia based on that movie. And that's been the bonus segment there. Rock it with your card out. You get a higher quality audio rate for that. And since that is a music uh, podcast, that kind of comes in handy for that. And you also get a catch-all feed that um, doesn't work anywhere but Spotify. And I'm trying to figure out how to disable that because I'm like, well, why is anybody going to pay for a catch-all feed when you can just get it on Spotify for free? So I'm trying to fix that right now. (laughs) But... Yeah, uh, technical stuff aside, because I'm not the smartest person when it comes to tech stuff. But anyway, uh, from there, I don't really think of anything other plug-wise from us outside of our Twitter handle. So you can follow me at Jason Ariola, And John, we can follow you at John Lucero 777, right? Yes, you can. I don't know why I had to think about that one, because I've said it, ooh, I don't know, 50 times at this point. It's a,
2: it's,
0: it's, this is this the new Twitter avatar? Is that throwing you off? Yeah, is that's got to be what it is. Yeah. All. Yeah. God, I, when, you, when you literally, when, when you change that, I was like, there's no way he's, he changed. Oh my God, he did. Holy shit. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I literally laughed out loud when I saw it. So, um, Anna, if you want to go ahead and plug anything, um, I know we just did the plugs here, and <clears> the <throat> scenes, we recorded these back to back, but <laughs> it's,
1: uh, sure. I am a reviewer and writer of other things at rpgamer.com. Um, or if you want to follow along with my crazy hijinks and my thoughts as I play along games, um, you can follow me on Twitter, which is A M P R I V I T E R E. A M privateer.
0: And also make sure you go check out RPG Cast because I've been listening to that thing for years and I know I don't email as frequently as I have been. Um, it just... The way my work schedule has been, I have been – yeah, I know, I know, I know. Uh, (laughs) The night I would have like when I would listen to you guys while I was at work is now I don't get to actually kind of pick up my phone and actually write out the email. And by the time I get home, I kind of have forgotten about it because I'm dumb. But yeah, I I will endeavor to try to email you guys more often because I just – yeah. I've been listening to you guys for years and it's – I enjoy that podcast. And for a guy who listens to like 30-something podcasts that a lot of them haven't stuck with me. Aww. I listen to you guys like mm, at least within 48 hours of having come out. So <laughs> although it is weird hearing you at one time speed, cause I listen to it at one and a half time speed. Cause I'm a weirdo. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it
1: turns out I don't actually talk that fast. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: yeah. I, you know what? I do. I feel like I'm stuck on one and a half time speed. Most of the time. I don't know what the hell that is, but maybe, yeah, whatever. Anyway, uh, that will wrap up the games junk game club for, this month let's go with this month because i damn it i think we can get this thing out at least once a month at least half an episode or something like that or half a game i think we can swing that but no promises wow. because it's been a year been over a year yeah. since the last episode or last game we covered not last episode i'm gonna shut up now because i think we're all tired let's <laughs> we'll just call it <laughs> a night so uh so from the three of us and kemi who couldn't make it through the uh, <clears throat> uh, marathon of a podcast we just put together uh thanks for listening and just stay tuned and we'll be back shortly.